Good evening and welcome to the NFL Draft. Tonight, we officially welcome the next generation of players. So if you're ready, are you ready? Let's get it started. The NFL Draft is officially open. Welcome inside the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. I am Trevor Sicka, but with me is Benjamin Solak, joining you all on a Mock Draft Monday. Today's episode is brought to you by BuiltBar.com. You go over to BuiltBar.com right now, use the promo code LOCKED15, and get 15% off your next order for the best-tasting protein bars on the planet. We told you guys that this would be a special Mock Draft Monday, because if you listen to last week's MDM, you know that we ran through a brand new first round of the twenty mock draft for the 2021 NFL Draft, and today we're picking up right where we left off. We'll recap who we selected and the trades that happened for the first round, but we're starting at the very beginning of round two, or we are running through both two rounds, two and three today on this episode. And four. Nope, not four. And five. Nope, not five. And seven, but we're skipping six. Okay. Uh, it'd, that'd be kind of tough. Assuming who's gone. Like like mystery round? I think it'd be kind of <laughs> difficult to do. No. But rounds now that, two and three. But now that you That's say reasonable. it. Before we start, though, my friend, how are you? Uh, everything is delicious. I went grocery shopping at 9 p.m. on a Sunday. Which was delicious because you picked up groceries. I, is what I learned. There's no, there's no produce at 9 p.m. on a Sunday, which makes sense. Oh, You don't put produce out. We don't put produce out to sit in the store for ten hours. No, it's a good point. Good point. Good point. Good point. So I couldn't find pre-cut squash. Nightmare situation. Jeez. I mean, we've all been there, dude. (laughs) There's really no alternative either. You just gotta, yeah, you gotta pack it. There were the, there were the big squashes, but nobody wants to cut a big squash. That's exhausting. How much uh, fruit did you get? I got berries, and they were out of bananas. But I'm gonna go get bananas, and I got a lime. Doesn't really count. I don't think that really counts. Yeah, it's a lime. All right, here we go. We're going to read off who <laughs> the first round picks were from last week's Mock Draft Mondays, just so you guys have a baseline of where we're starting off today. Number one, Jacksonville Jaguars. It was Trevor Lawrence, of course. Number two, once again, of course, Zach Wilson to the New York Jets. Number three was Justin Fields to the 49ers. Nothing you guys can tell us that'll sway us otherwise. Number four, though, New England Patriots traded up from 15 to four to go get Trey Lance. Ben, what was the trade details of that one? Uh, New England Patriots sent three first-round picks, including this year's first, next year's first, and 2023, Woo! as well as 46 overall. So that's three ones and a two uh, in order to get fit, four overall, and they got a fifth-round pick in return as well just for fun. There's no way Belichick would do that. What, did we spike our coffee last week? Uh, I was in control. So, yeah, no, we just I just made the correct decision. All right, so Patriots got Trey Lance at four. Jamar Chase went number five to the Bengals, and I made this pick. Because I wanted to see what the board would be like for the Bengals at the top of the second round if they did not pick Penny Soul. So I had them going with Jamar Chase at number five. Kyle Pitts went to the Miami Dolphins at number six. Jalen Waddell, the Detroit Lions at seven. Mac Jones to the Carolina Panthers at eight. And since that mock draft came out, they've traded for Sam Darnold. So I mean this that kind of ruins that one do but it uh, again. we'll do, you know what we'll on there. the fly try to make up for it as this mock draft goes on. I think that's what we got to do here. Penny Sewell went number 9 to the Minnesota Vikings. Ben the trade deadline, the trade details there. Yeah, we saw the Vikings at 14. We saw Sewell dropping to 9 and we said we think they'd move up to go get him. Uh, they need him a lot. And so they sent 14 as well as their third round pick, 90th overall, uh, to go get number 9. Patrick Sertan went number 10 to the Dallas Cowboys. Devontae Smith to the Giants at number 11. Rayshon Slater to the Eagles at 12. J.C. Horn to the Chargers at 13. Micah Parsons to the uh, Denver Broncos at 14. Jalen Phillips then to the Falcons at 15. Those were both tradebacks right there back-to-back. Christian Derisaw to the Washington football team at number 16. Ben, trade details? Yes, we saw... Washington, or maybe we just wanted Arizona to trade back so the board was good for them. I don't remember. The Washington football team sent uh, the 19 overall, as well as a third-round pick, 82, uh, to get 16, and they got a seventh-round pick back just to make it nice and even. We had two teams that uh, needed offensive line that were coming up, so it could have been Washington. We had the uh, Las Vegas Raiders taking Tevin Jenkins at 17. Jeremiah Usukoromoa going 18 to the Dolphins. Caleb Farley then to the Arizona Cardinals at 19. Bears at 20 got Elijah Vera Tucker. Colts at 21 got Greg Newsom. 
Titans at 22 got Rashad Bateman. Uh, Jets at 23 got Jason Owe. Pittsburgh Steelers at 24 got Eric Stokes. Jacksonville Jaguars at 25 went Rondale Moore. The Cleveland Browns at 26 got Quiddy Pay. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens at 27 got Terrace Marshall. New Orleans Saints at 28, Zayvon Collins. Green Bay Packers 29, Christian Barmore. Buffalo Bills 30, Aziz Ojolari. What a steal that was. Chiefs at 31 got Liam Eikenberg, the dream prospect if you ask me. And then the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, number 32, got running back Najee Harris. Yes, sir. Ben, I picked for the odds. Do you think that we should stick that way? I mean, the, the the order isn't necessarily the same. I think a couple of teams bounce around a little bit. But what do, do you want me to just stick with odds and you can stick with evens? On the condition that you make the correct pick for the Jaguars here at 33, yes, you may stick with the odds. Uh, is the correct pick Trayvon Merrick? Yes, it is. Congratulations. Okay, okay. You may have the odds. <laughs> that's the pick that I would make. So many times I have picked Trayvon Merrick for the Jaguars at number 25. Here they kind of risk it. Urban Meyer ends up going with a guy who uh, sliced and diced him a little bit back in 2018 with Rondale Moore when he was still the head coach of Ohio State. So instead, now he gets to coach him. Couldn't pass it up. 33 here. You get Trayvon Merrick. So, uh, yeah, we're going with the top safety in this class off the board with the first pick in the second round. New York Jets, Jason Owe, Zach Wilson. I want to add something to the offense here. Wide receiver, Elijah Moore, Kadarius Tony are both available. I can improve the juice in my slot. I like James Crowder as a possession guy. Uh, Denzel Mims, Corey Davis. Do I have enough room? Probably not. Uh, I don't think I'm going to go tight end this early either. Let's take a running back here. Uh, I would understand Javante Williams, but I think for the speed premium you typically saw in running backs in the San Francisco offense, Travis Etienne makes the most sense for his 4-4 speed. So Etienne at 34 to the Jets. Yeah, I actually really like that one there. Jets fans got mad at me on a mock draft not too long ago where I had them trading up to go get Najee Harris to pop in front of the Miami Dolphins, and they just weren't super happy about spending extra draft capital to go get a running back. I like this situation better. There you go, Jets fans. I agree with you here. Atlanta Falcons at 35. We had them trading back from four all the way to 15, but still landing Jalen Phillips, the edge rusher that they desperately need. Big win. At number 15. Yeah, huge win there for the Falcons. There's a lot of really big win scenarios for them. So I'm actually going to be really disappointed if we come away from draft weekend and I don't like what they did. They're sitting here at 35. Could use offensive tackle. Who's still on the board? Sammy Cosme's still there. I think that that makes a lot of sense. Got a couple of different linebackers. You could pair Jamin Davis with uh, Deion Jones if you wanted to. They also need running back, and Javante Williams is here. Mm. Mm. I think I'm going to go. I'm going to think I'm going to go with the more premium position, though. I think I'm going to go with Samuel Cosme. Get him an offensive line upgrade. I think that that's probably smart for him. So they go back to back trenches here. They get Jalen Phillips in the first round. Sam Cosme here at 35. It's funny because uh, Falcons fans would hate an offensive tackle pick at four. Apparently, given the feedback I've gotten, but at 35, Cosme, it's good value. All right. Miami Dolphins at 36. They've taken Kyle Pitts at 6 and Jeremiah Wusukoromo at 18. So I still need edge and I still need wide receiver and I still need running back. So I can go a lot of different ways. Ooh, mama. They Ooh, actually mama. have some nice wide receivers that are yeah. still up there. What if, board. what if, what if, what if? Okay, listen, listen. Kyle Pitts and Kadarius Tony. <laughs> I mean, we just, we could, just, could you imagine that? Like that? We we, take we've it never from seen Gainesville. anything like that before. We just copy pasted into um, Kyle Trask, I round just, three. Yeah, I just don't like uh, Tony enough more than more to make that pick. Uh, Gregory Rousseau, Joseph Osai, Joe Tryon. What about running back, though? No, I'm not taking Javante here. Okay, all right. Not for what they need. I'm taking Elijah Moore. I think he's the best receiver, and he fits what they need in terms of the the slot player. As fun as Kadarius Tony would be. Uh, They have Lynn Bowden there to have a gadget guy. Uh, Let's take Elijah Moore, slot ready, stick him out on the field. Now we got ourselves a full receiving core. Philadelphia Eagles at 37. Ben gave them Rayshon Slater, who fell to them at number 12. On the yep, board, People for were rec- not happy with that. On the board for receiver, they have Kadarius Toney, Amari Rogers, Diami Brown. Probably like Brown the most. Corner, Asante Samuel still there. Oh, I really like that one. I think I'm leaning Asante Samuel Jr. here. What do you think? Yes, absolutely, 1,000% yes. They would love him. He would be a tremendous scheme fit. He's, he's the culture fit. He's like Avante Maddox, but if Avante Maddox was good, 100% yes. Okay, all right. We're going We're going with Sante Samuel Jr. then for the Eagles at 37. I like it. Okay. That puts me on the board with the Bengals at 38. Trevor did the whole Jamar Chase thing with them now, so basically I'm looking for my best tackle available. 
Dylan Radens, Alex Latherwood, Jada Mayfield, Braden Christensen, Spencer Brown, Dr. Garman Jones. Yeah, 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 yeah. Alex Latherwood's the pick here. Uh, tackle guard versatility, which is nice in year one. Get him on the field no matter how you want your best five to look. Uh, tons of experience starting in the SEC, so you view him to be a little bit pro-ready if he does have to start there on the right-hand side. Doesn't have experience at right tackle if memory serves, though. A little bit tricky, but that's okay. Uh, Radens, Mayfield, Christensen. Uh, Christensen's not really a project. He's 25, but like I, those guys are more so athletic projections, whereas Leatherwood is is what he is. is quite solid. Uh, so 38 Bengals, Leatherwood. Like Joe Goodbury said in our, our mock series, that's, that's a win for them if they can get him there. All right, so 39, we got the Carolina Panthers. Up at number eight, we had them going with Mac Jones, but we know that that's probably not going to be, case, be the case anymore since they traded for Sam Darnold since we did that first round of the mock draft. In all reality, they probably would have picked Rayshon Slater, so they would have went offensive tackle, but I'm thinking, should I do this exercise thinking they already have Rayshon Slater? Because it feels kind of pointless to do it with Mac Jones. I know, I I know that that essentially like kind of ruins a little bit of it. Like it doesn't make it the perfect mock, but I mean, well, they they could go so many different directions that I think presenting a reasonable tackle option at round two that's fair isn't a bad idea. You okay, know what I mean? that's fair. No, yeah. I see you. I, I like that idea. I like it. It was good. Ah! All right, so tackles that are left, Dylan Radens. I think he makes sense. I would have taken Leatherwood for sure if he would have left him there. I don't love Jalen Mayfield. I think he's going to be better as a guard. Brady Christensen, I feel like Matt Rule would really like, but... Christensen's good. He's very likable. Yeah. Do they need to pick Christensen here? I guess they kind of do, right? Because their next pick's not until... 73? Yeah, I don't think Christensen's going to be there at that point. So if you like him, you probably got to draft him. Anybody here... That a team would want to trade up for? Maybe the Falcons? now, because the Falcons are in the same division, so they're not going to make a deal with them. Yeah. I mean, Jameen Davis is apparently going to go round one. I think him, Kadarius yeah, Tony. Who's, who's trading up for a linebacker, though? I don't think... The Detroit Lions. Oh, wait. Bob Quinn doesn't run the team anymore. Never mind. Abort. <laughs> the, New York, the New York Giants. Dave Gettleman still runs the team. We're good. I'm on it. What if the Dolphins trade? No, okay, Dolphins fans are going to hate me for that. Okay, we'll, we'll just stick here at thirty-nine. Ah, I'll go Brady Christensen. Why not? I, I think that I think that the Panthers would really like him. I think this is a realistic target. I don't know if they could wait until round three for it. If they like him that much, they should probably pick him at thirty-nine. So I'll go Christensen here. All right, at forty now with the Denver Broncos. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't take a quarterback. Means they're probably not going to take a quarterback. Kellen Corner. This is a really good. Kelvin Joseph team. It's also a good. Wait, 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 wait. Hold the phone. What is Bryce Callahan's contract? Eh. I can't type. I'm too excited. I feel like they got a lot of players though, don't they? Because they got they got Kyle Fuller. They got Ronald Darby. Yeah. They got Omojimudia. Callahan's on a contract year. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Elijah Molden, corner, Washington. That's a full send. Wow, That's an ideal nice. Vic Fangio. But like, like, think about Fuller. Think about Callahan. Callahan on a place slot, but Fuller. This is the size that Vic Fangio has been. He's been successful with smaller, lighter corners playing on the outside, and also Molden probably projects better to be in, in the slot. And Bryce Callahan's an upcoming free agent. He plays the slot for them. So we draft him. He now gets to become corner four. Corner five, even if you want to order, uh, argue Michael Ojemudia is above him. Um, but he's your primary backup in the in the slot, and he lets you replace Callahan next year. So perfect scheme for that. I was going to take Kelvin Joseph for the ceiling, but Elijah Molden, the 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 guy in the league who has made corners like Molden successful is Vic Fangio. This is a perfect landing spot for him. They'll make him the pick of forty. We got the Lions now up at forty-one. Jeff Risden, when we had him on for the guest mock, he talked about how safety is just such a huge need for them. But outside of Merrig, I mean, Jamar Johnson from Indiana, Richie Grant. I like Hobson to Cyril Dean. I would actually probably pick Hamza here. If they need another outside corner, they could pick Kelvin Joseph. He fought to him out of Fallen Woo. Hold on. Let me, all right, let me. Let me Dude, hit the this, is the, this is the day two. No time to think. No, you just gotta no, go. I'm, I'm pulling up. My, no, I, we're not doing that. I'm not doing Lions fans a disservice. I'm pulling up the depth chart. I'm making sure I get the pick right. 
Because at corner, okay, they have Amani Arawarie. I like him. They brought in Quentin Dunbar. They've got Cornell there. Okay, they're, they're not really going to pick corner. They could upgrade linebacker, but it seems like they've got the guys that they want to start, and they've got some depth. Ooh, what about offensive tackle here? Yeah. <laughs> Let's go Dylan Raidens. I'll go Dylan Raidens here. Oh, yeah? Pick offensive tackle. Yeah. I mean, I, from what Jeff was saying, it just it, it doesn't seem like they have for like sure Crosby the guy. And Big v, right, right. Like it like a right tackle that they would want. So, yeah, why not? We'll go right tackle. 42. New York Giants on the board. I made the joke that they'd trade up for Jameen Davis. I'm here to make them actually pick Jameen Davis. For those who don't know, he's a little bit of a late riser. Jameen Davis is the linebacker out of Kentucky. A uh, 6'4", 225 with speed. I think he ran 4'4", 1, maybe 4'3", 9s. Everybody was running 4'3", 9. Uh, does not have a ton of starting experience. Does not have a ton of polish. Uh, right now, your best plays come with uh, length in passing zones, length in block deconstruction, sideline to sideline range. He's not bad in coverage. Like he was decent against Pitts and against Tony in that Florida game. Um, but there's just a lot of inconsistency. They have Blake Martinez in the building. They have Reggie Ragland, who I believe they signed up for agency this year. Uh, more so big thumper guys between the tackles, tacklers. Jameen Davis gives them range. He gives them explosives and speed at the position. Hopefully get him on the field in year one. If not, he's a year two guy. Uh, so Jameen Davis at 42 through the Giants. Niners up at 43. I'm picking Landon Dickerson. They brought in Alex. That's a home run. They brought in Alex Mack to be their center. He's just a veteran center. He's been around the NFL a long time. He's got still got some left in the tank, but not forever. They have big interior offensive line needs regardless. So there's a chance that Landon Dickerson could play at either guard spot in 2021. He can move over to center if you wanted to. I mean, like he could just. He feels like the perfect fit for them because of the versatility that he has. So, of course, he's got the injury history, which bumps him down to the second round. But as long as this guy's healthy, he's without a doubt an NFL starter. So, yeah, I got him going 43 to the Niners. I'm double-checking that the Cowboys Come on, this is day two mock draft, Ben. There's no chance. There's no time to think. You just draft him. He's not being resigned. Okay. Uh, Dallas Cowboys on the board at 44. They made the Patrick Sertan pick at 10 in the first round. Mm -hmm. Uh, Here, we've been light on edges here in the second round. We haven't taken an edge yet. We only had three go in in day one. I'm taking Gregory Rousseau off the board. Lance Erline tweeted that the league's not as big on on Rousseau as the media tends to be. I hear that. They just lost Alden Smith. They have Demarcus Lawrence in that building. They've always seemed to prioritize length and height at the edge position. Rousseau is 6'5", 260 with wingspan. Uh, developmental player, and so you don't need him to be starting right away in 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 Dallas right now, but there are reps for him to win if he steps up and, and performs better in year one than anticipated. Uh, so if it's the physical mold, fits the need, they need to continue investing on, off, on defense. Excuse me. Gray Rousseau at 44 to the Cowboys. Jacksonville Jaguars are up now. We've had them take Trevor Lawrence, Rondale Moore, Trayvon Merrig. Oh, wait, hold on. This is a home run. Pat Fryer is still on the board. I mean, like, we're, we're literally just having... Send it, brother. We're, we're, we are having Urban Meyer's dream draft right now. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, pretty good. Outside of maybe them upgrading it interior defensive line, if, if they want to be able to do that, this is... Perfect for them for the Jaguars. So yeah, Urban Myers talked about wanting to add a pass catching F type tight end. For I'm your guy. Uh the Falcons stay at 46 and get Javante Williams. Listen. Wow. You'd love to see it. Wow. Uh, now that's I called, don't, that's, re- that's real drafting, folks. Right. Two things that are cool here. One, Javante Williams isn't a perfect zone scheme fit, but when you really dive into the Titans running game, which is something I did recently, uh, they ran a lot more duo, a lot more power and a lot more gap stuff than I thought. Javante is going to fit in that. So number one, it's a good fit. Number two, when they go play action pass, it's a lot more often off of their power stuff than it is off their zone stuff. And so, you got a better power running back, and that's where you want to be getting your play action stuff off of anyway. Uh, so at least relative to my expectations, I think that they're more likely to get a scheme diverse guy or a guy who can run gap power as opposed to like prioritizing ETN as more of a wide zone player. Uh, so Javante Williams makes a lot of sense for them. Uh, Arthur Smith wants to run the football. He does. He's antiquated or not, he does. They need they need a running back who's going to be able to be successful. Javante Williams' broken tackle rate is nuts, so he's going to be able to bring a lot to a line that right now is a little bit shaky. Build up that line in year two, start to run the football. Javante Williams to the Falcons at 46. 
I'm curious here because the Falcons are up at 47. How desperate do we think they are to get a good edge rusher or like a high ceiling kind of an edge rusher? Because they don't have Melvin Ingram anymore, but they still have Jerry Tillery. They've got Jerry Bosa. down tackle for him. Yeah, Chen and Owosu. I mean, like, if they took one around two, I would not be surprised. That makes sense to me. Because I'm looking at some players like I'm potentially looking at like Joe Tryon or because he because he kind of feel fills the what I would think would be a Uchenna Nwosu kind of a role if they wanted to get maybe a higher ceiling player in there. I'm also looking at Joseph Osai, but another name that I'm looking at is Kadarius Tony. Honestly, upgrading just that wide the speed and the wide I receiver. I you know? like it. Like I've, I like it. I, I've thought about wide receiver for the Chargers a lot, and you know they have Mike Williams and they have Keenan Allen. I think that that often makes us just go like, ah, no, they're good. But I think I'm gonna go Kadarius Tony here. We had them go with J.C. Horn at 13 in the first round. I'm gonna go with Kadarius Tony. I'll go Tony at 47. Wow. So he's kind of like you know you you let him be the underneath guy. Of course, Keenan Allen could be the do it all per- player for you. You've got Mike Williams as the they're, downfield yeah. big contested catch guy at the sideline. Who's our offensive coordinator? Joe Lombardi from the Saints. See, that's interesting. The more I think about this, the more I like it. Though I still want them to invest in offensive line for the rest of time. Well, but yeah, this is this is the first draft in a long time. We haven't had them like really prioritizing offensive line, but you know, mm-hmm. we'll see. All right. Another round to go. Las Vegas Raiders at 48. I need a multi-year defensive starter from a high caliber program. How many years did Baron Browning start? How <laughs> two? many games Baron Browning start? I also think it's two. Uh, I think the correct answer here would be Nick Bolton. Bolton, mm. you got the athleticism they want. Uh, I don't. I don't know if he checks the athleticism box, but he's pretty small, right? But like he, he, he's like the experience, the Mike linebacker, the middle dude. You think they take Creed? They take Creed. Oh, they took off with the tackle. They took off with the tackle already. They, <laughs> they if listen. If I do this, it's malpractice it because is malpractice. they gutted the offensive line just and they're just going to draft offensive linemen and their defense is still going to suck. No, you can't do this. You can't do that. I'm not. I, you can't do it. You can't. You can't do it. No way. I don't know if you're saying this to instigate me. Or no, I. I just. I. I genuinely. I don't think you can do this because I love. There's no way Gruden doesn't love Creed. No, I, I think that Gruden would objectively love Tevin Jenkins, who we had them go with in the first round, and Creed Humphrey. I think he would love both of them. I'm going to take Bam Browning. I'm going to be responsible. Browning started two point, like two five seasons. Uh, I think athleticism and length, which is what they prioritized with Littleton. No, don't laugh at me. This is your fault. I don't like this. I feel attacked and vulnerable. Bam <laughs> Browning, you can shut up. Take take him for the, the Cardinals. Take who for the Cardinals? Creed. Do they need a center? No, they just traded for Rodney Hudson. Well, I'm a guard. He's like 310. Uh, Cardinals are up here. They took the swing. Uh, well, we, first, we had them trading back, which is nice because they got some extra draft capital. But then we had them taking the swing on Caleb Farley, if you want to call it that. So other needs. I mean, it could be tight end. Could be linebacker. Well, wide receivers are left. Because their wide receiver room isn't as good as we thought, right? Because, I mean, they brought in A.J. Green. Right. You can get uh, Amari Rodgers down to Brown. Yeah. Can I offer you a trade real quick? Sure, yeah. Who, do you, who, who are you looking at? Thinking more about Creed. Uh, the Steelers just had pounds. Oh, yeah, let's do. Yeah, let's go, baby. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so um, the Cardinals are at 49. I'm at 55. Love it. Uh, I send you... You know, uh, I'll send you a six and you send me a seven back. No, that's too cheap. No, absolutely not. Yeah. Hang on. You got, you got two fourth round picks. Give me, give me, give me 140. Mm, Six spots. So I probably got to give you, I would probably give you my sixth. I send you 140. And you send me a six back? Yeah. No, send me the fifth back, and it's a deal. No. I'll say, I'll give you 128 instead. So 55 and 128 for 49 and 160. Okay, deal. That's a good deal. Okay, deal. That's a good deal. Okay. okay. Cardinals are evaluating my offer. Cardinals are going to accept my offer, son. All right. Wow, that was, that was some good negotiating there. I genuinely yeah. said no to you. 
I know, I, which we don't usually do. I'm just honestly a little stunned. Uh, so the Steelers take Eric Stokes at 24, and then they come around for Creed Humphrey, which is just they need help all across the interior offensive line. Creed's experiencing a little bit of a fall here, in my opinion. Yeah. Year one starter for a team that's enjoyed a, a 10-year player, I think it is, Man. in in Pouncey at, at the pivot. That's a home run pick. That, that's a chef kiss right there, man. That was nice. Way yeah. to see that and on Cardinals, board. Cardinals doing little mini trade backs here, being responsible drafters. You love to see it. Yeah, that was great. That was really good. So uh, Dolphins have picked. We got Elijah Moore. We got Owusu Koromoa. And we got Kyle Pitts. Okay, give me an edge rusher. Ooh, Joe Tryon. I feel like they could be into that. You take a Tryon before Osiah, before Basham? Mm, no, you probably take Osiah first. I think they would like Osai a lot, yeah. Th- He's I more versatile than Tryon. IMO. Not super versatile, but it's enough. Perkins? Mm, yeah, let's go Joseph Osai. Nah, we're going to Osai here. 50, so yeah. 50 Miami Dolphins, Joseph Osai. Okay. 51. Ooh, Washington football team. Wide receiver. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, Nick Bolton. Wait, let me double check the depth chart right quick. Okay. Because... I feel like everybody thinks they have a linebacker need, and I really like Cole Holcomb. And yeah, I'm hold sure on they- here. We we also like the TDM mock draft machine has linebacker and safety as their top two needs. I feel like that's not a thing. But like they have, they had late drafted guys, Holcomb, Cam Curl, Jeremy yeah, Reeves, right. perform well, right? And like that's always a little shaky. You know what I mean? It's that's like how fair. much do you want? Yeah, that's how fair. much faith. Uh, okay, I do think linebacker looks like a legit need because they did lose Kevin Pierre, Lewis, and free agency, so it's. David Mayo, John Bostic, Josh Harvey Clemens, Kaliki Hudson right now, all after Cole Holcomb. And I love Cole Holcomb, but we need more than that. Um, Double-checking, Jabril Cox, Pete Werner. Yeah, I'll take Nick Bolton here. Who, uh, what's, what's Holcomb pay? What, does Holcomb, like, outside linebacker? Does he play, like, Will or Sam? What does he play? He's, he's weak side, I want to say. Okay. He's their primary zone backer. Uh, so you're going to let Bolton play slasher. So it's not okay. it, it's not ideal size. You're going to need Bostic on there for some base downs. Bolton's got to get bigger, man. If he's not going to be super explosive, which he isn't, he's got to be got to be more dense than he is. Uh, he's a tricky one. But at 51, the film is worth it, I think. They're very tempted to go wide receiver, but we'll continue to play responsible with Washington, and we'll go wide receiver late because we can still work it. Uh, Chicago Bears up at 52. They took Elijah Vera Tucker in the first round. Wide receiver. Mm, okay. Amari Rogers still here. They're moving on from Anthony Miller. It sounds like at least they're entertaining offers for it. I would love Anthony Miller in anywhere but Chicago. Yeah, that's a good point. Offensive tackle could also be. I mean, like they could easily double dip here. Oh man, I actually. Mm... Who's debating with themselves now? All right, I'm gonna go Stone Forsyth here at 52. For oh, the big Stone Forsyth guy. Yeah, gaining some steam, folks. The stock is gaining some steam. All right. When so I you... watched him, like like 2019, I just thought he was not good. Right. I mean, no, maybe he's, he's a lot better. Early parts of his career, he just bad. Just he's mm-hmm. he was bad. He was just straight up bad. And then this past season, he was a lot better. So you're up at 53 with the Titans. Tennessee Titans already with Rashad Bateman in hand. Uh, tough to ignore corner at this stage. Uh, Kelvin Joseph is the top corner remaining out of Kentucky on our predictive board. I could not condone making that pick. I'm going to take Paulson and Adebo here. They've typically prioritized better athletes, and I think they've typically... Actually, Adebo tested decently well, if memory serves. Um, they've also typically prioritized man cover guys, which I don't think Adebo is. I'm ignoring all of this. Uh, because I just think flat out he's just the best corner left comfortably. Kelvin Joseph, Aaron Robinson, if we ought to Milifonu, he's the best guy. Uh, so go ahead and make that pick. They passed on Greg Newsom. Oh, no, they missed Greg Newsom by one spot in the first round. Really nice uh, consolation prize, Paul Zanadibo, in the second. Colts are up at 54. We had them going with Greg Newsom in the first round, so they got a corner upgrade there. Oh, is there any wide receiver I really like? I like Amari Rogers actually, for them, but they have— I mean, they, they're they still hoping that Paris Campbell is that guy. If I didn't have any faith in Paris Campbell, I'd probably go with Amari Rodgers here, and, and I, I, think, I would really yeah, like Ron, that fit. Yeah. I'm debating between Amari Rodgers and Joe Tryon, honestly. Just more of an edge rusher. That You're they, really trying to get Tryon off this board, huh? Well, there's just a couple of teams that I'm, I'm debating between, and Tryon could be more of a 3-4 outside linebacker. 
No, I'll go with Amari Rodgers. You got to score some points. I I, yeah. I I just don't know how much faith you could have in Paris Campbell at this point. Yeah, it's I just certain- don't think. Right, I don't think Paris Campbell can stop you from drafting a guy if you like a guy. I think you're right. I think you're right. Yeah. That's why Amari Rodgers probably makes the most sense here. Checking the Arizona Cardinals depth chart to make sure I know who their interior offensive line is. Justin Pugh. They've got they a couple got- of guys that are fighting for those that that last. Uh, what is it? Left guard spot, right guard spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they have Pugh, Rodney Hudson, and Justin Murray, and so Hudson's gonna lock down the center job. Draft Wyatt Davis. Wyatt Davis, the guard out of out of Ohio State, it was considered like a top fifteen potential pick. Did not have the best season. Remains quite powerful. Remains a solid lateral mover to get it done uh, in the league, I think. Uh, I wouldn't want him in a wide zone offense. This is not a wide zone offense. They're going to run a lot of duo. He's going to be very successful being thick on the double team climb to the second. Uh, so he can win either one of your guard spots. Uh, running back still a big need, but better offensive line means better running back play with what you got. So why Davis 55 for the Cardinals was talking with Joe fan who covers the Seattle Seahawks when I was doing the live mock draft on Sunday night. And he was talking to me about how they really need a center more than anything. Uh, they have Damian Lewis who could play one of the guard spots. He ha- he played center for a game and he was fine, but his home is more at guard. Of course they traded for Gabe Jackson as well. I am going to give the Seattle Seahawks here at 56, Quinn Miners from UW-Whitewater. You Quinn, finally found the perfect spot for Joe Tryon, and you whiffed it. <laughs> I'm messing They up. need offensive lines so bad, man. I wasn't even thinking about it. I really wasn't. I'm going to go with Quinn Miners because I have a lot of faith in him to really be a solid center at the next level. So I know it's like second round, middle. Yeah, not middle of the second round. Kind of end of the second round. This is probably the higher end of where Quinn Miners would go, but... After listening to Joe, I really hear center is a huge need for them. So I'm going to mm-hmm. take a chance on him here. Yeah, it's been like suggested that they're rolling with Pochick, Pochick, Posick, Posick, Pochicks into the this season. I just could not wrap my head around that. So I like that. Quinn Miners next to Damian Lewis means I'm officially a Seahawks interior offensive line fan. That's just those are my dudes <laughs> over the last couple of years. And Gabe okay. Jackson, too. 57 to the Rams. So another team now making their first pick. Uh, Desperate needs also across the offensive line. Uh, oh, man, losing Andrew Whitworth. Oh, no, this isn't good. <sighs> <laughs> oh, no, this isn't good. Miners would have been such a good pick. And now interior offensive line just got wasted. Oh, they should have traded up. They're the Rams, they don't care about making picks. Okay, that's, that's so I guess this is, the Jaylen, this is the Jalen Mayfield pick. And maybe Mayfield plays tackle for you in year one the the suggestion so far from the league has been that they're not super high on that idea so maybe it becomes a guard for you and then when you move on from Whitworth when Whitworth retires or whatever he gets to fight for that left tackle job maybe he he's able to win your your left guard job over David Edwards that's I mean this is your best swing right is is a positional versatile guy who hopefully can come into camp and win one of your best five jobs uh with that said this is why you need more earlier picks in 57 Los Angeles this was it, Ben. There was a plan all along. 58, Baltimore Ravens, Joe Tryon, let's go. <laughs> there was the just plan. Up to it. We had Ravens them going. Ravens fans are convinced they just got like, the best player in the draft, the way you've been, you've been we, trying to get him in every spot. <laughs> we had them going with Terrace Marshall at 27 in the first round. So for them to honestly be able to get Terrace Marshall and Joe Tryon, I think that's a great one-two haul for the first and second round for them. Uh, thrilled here with the Browns at 59 uh, to get Levi and Wuzurike, the interior defensive lineman, uh, off the board. A player that I like a fair bit, my DT2, Trevor and I disagreed on him a little bit. Uh, Sheldon Richardson approaching a contract year. Lost Larry Ogunjobi. We need to keep this interior defensive line strong. Yeah, Malik Jackson's there on a one-year deal. Andrew Billings is back from the uh, COVID-19 list. I understand that. The, the the need to improve on the defensive line is so critical right now. I think Cleveland's back seven is decently close to ready, and it's the front that worries me. So in round one, it was Quiddy Pay, and round two, it's Levi and Wizarike. High-caliber athletes, better pros than college players, in that they're going to be put into more specific roles and hopefully be successful there. New Orleans Saints are up at 60, and it's, sometimes it's predicting good spots in, for Kelvin Joseph to go to the cornerback out of Kentucky just because his background throughout his college career has been a little all over the place, starting at LSU and then going to Kentucky and then leaving after just one year with the Cats. 
I think at 60, it makes a lot of sense for the New Orleans Saints. We had them getting Zayvon Collins in the first round, and now Kelvin Joseph getting to go to a environment that, man, that's a savage defense. They like just playing head up, man-to-man, eye-to-eye, and so that's what Kelvin Joseph's all about, and so I think this gets the most out of his skill set here with him going to New Orleans. Bills at three. Or Bills at 61. Bills at three. three. Where did you that get darn three? It, well, I'm not three? even, I have no idea. I just, what is three? Could not tell you. This is not a good corner board. Oh, man. We had them getting Aziz Ojolari in the first round. Yeah, but I need a corner. Dude, he fought to build a phone woo. He's a cover three corner to cover two team. Robinson's too so? small. It's just, it's just one number off. Cover two, cover three. It's, just, it's right there. It's, you know, it's just one number off. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm trying. Compelling, compelling <laughs> trying. Um, is it Tyson Campbell? It's either Tyson Campbell or Aaron Robinson. Make me choose. Well, I'm not gonna pick Aaron. They Robinson. can't stay this small. Robinson is five eleven. Yeah, I'm not gonna. He's I'm a gonna slot. Pick they have Terrence Robinson. Johnson. They have two safeties. Tyson Campbell. Tyson Campbell is gonna be uh, able to play press when they want to put Tr- Tre'Davious White in man. He's gonna be able to man up on number two. Uh. And then in zone, he was better this year than he's been in the past. I'm still not sure the foot speed is going to be good enough in the league, but this is the swing you're going to take at 61. He's a high-caliber athlete, a high-caliber recruit, uh, better ball production. You're hoping he's on the up. Green Bay Packers is 62. They're going to pick a foul to Melifonu because he's a good corner. He's better at cover three right now, no doubt about it, but I think that he's got the size and he's got the athleticism to potentially be able to Deal with man assignments, as you call them, and as he grows into the league. So I really like Yifatu Melifonu. He was higher on my corner list, I believe, than he was in yours. So um, I believe in the ceiling a little bit more. So I'm giving him to the Packers at 62. Packers got Christian Barmore in the first round, and now Yifatu Melifonu in the second round. This is a great haul for them. Kansas City Chiefs, 63. Dalmy Brown, wide receiver, North Carolina. <laughs> yes, baby! Are you kidding me? <laughs> what was that? Elation. Miko Hardman has not been a good field stretcher for them. He's more of a gadget player. Just lost Sammy Watkins. Dami Brown brings the size, height, weight, speed, ratio, inconsistent hands, too, just like Sammy. Uh, good blocking ability. He's going to be able to play in the slot for them a little bit. Let them move Kelsey around, move Travis Kill around. Really, really nice pick at 63. No way Dami makes it this far down. But if he does, we full send it. I don't think you understand how much I want to draft Tommy Tungiai to the Bucks at 64 just to have Tungiai play next to Vita Vea and like take up all yeah, space, baby. Like Tommy, e- just every Tommy single gap. The two and of them. Vita V, baby. Like, let's go. I'm not going to do it. I'm actually going to go towards the edge rusher, and Carlos Basham is still here. And I'm going to go with Basham because he's, he's a very interesting prospect in that you can put him on the edge, but he's got the body type to where you can throw him inside as well. And, and for the Buccaneers over the next two years, they have Jason Pierre-Paul and they have Shaq Barrett. And those are their two starters on the outside. I'm not so... I'm not sure how much longer Jason Pierre-Paul is going to play, but I say that saying like the dude has not slowed down at all whatsoever. So I don't like expect him to be on the way out. But throwing more assets at the trenches, knowing that you could put Basham in in different situations as a potential five-tech edge rusher or kicking him inside to a three-tech when you're in pass rush situations. I mean, we're talking about a team that doesn't have a lot of holes. Just throw some resources at the trenches. So I'm going to go with Carlos Basham here at the end of round two. That's the second round in the books. We've got the third round coming up. But before we get to that, a little message from our sponsors of the show. Folks at Bet Online want to remind us that they're the fast and easiest way to bet on all of our sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, the NHL, the MLB, it's all in full swing. Get it? MLB full swing. It's baseball. Come on, folks. Keep up. Bet Online even covers the award shows, the TV shows, the reality TV that you guys love to binge watch. They've got you covered. It's the best, it's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head over to the website or use your mobile device today to sign up and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit using the promo code LOCKED ON. All caps, one word, LOCKED ON. Bet online, your online sports book experts. Finishing things out with round three coming up after the break. Get all of the sports news that you need in just under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Starting things out with round three, pick 65. And it is at this moment, Ben, that I just realized that we switched odds and evens. 
How? Because you traded up with the Steelers. Oh, that's fun. And neither of us noticed. We just like kept Yo, I was locked along. in, man. Depth charts and team needs and picks. Wow, locked, locked in on Locked On. Oh, we, dude, you lock it on, baby. Do we have to go lightning <laughs> round here? How much time do we have left? Uh, we got 20 minutes left. So we don't have to go full lightning round yet, although we have pick 65 and we're going to 105. So we have 40 picks in 20 minutes. Yeah, okay. All right, well, the Jaguars at 65 are taking Davian Nixon, the defensive tackle out of Iowa. Uh, took De- Devon Hamilton out of Ohio State in the third round last year. Got success with that. Continue to need to add depth at interior defensive line, especially because Taven Bryan just is straight up not good. Uh, Davian Nixon, one-year splash production. Good get in the third round, ascending player. Juco product. We like what we see. Okay, New York Jets at 66. We had Zach Wilson at 2. We had Jason Owe at 23. We had Travis Etienne at 34. So they have not picked a corner yet. Who's still left here? Aaron Robinson, Benjamin St. Juiced, Keith Taylor. I don't love it. Benjamin St. Juiced is a, a killer with a spoon type. Uh, 6'3", 200 with length. Uh, so if you like that, if you want to go that mold, go that mold. Uh, I think they got to take a swing at a corner. Who's left at wide receiver? Anybody wide receiver that really? Got Dwayne Eskridge, got Tom Wallace. I don't know. I think you got to throw some at corner. I think we'll go Benjamin St. Juice because cause just because they need to. They've got to get a corner at some yeah. point in the first three rounds. So. I would not be stunned to see Benjamin St. Juice in round three. Uh, the film is pretty good All on right. St. Juice, to be frank. All right. Oh, it's the Houston Texans. Oh, what's going on, guys? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't thought about the Houston Texans oh, in years. Oh, the Houston Texans. I literally was stunned to see their logo. I almost did not know what it was. Oh, All right. Boy. Team needs for the Texans are corner. That sucks. Uh, interior defensive line, wide receiver, interior offensive line. That's our top list of needs for them. Uh, the top of the board does give them some interesting options. Uh, Aaron Robinson, we still have yet undrafted. Milton Williams and Tommy Tungiai, freak athlete from Louisiana Tech penetration player. Tommy Tungiai, the space gobbler. Uh, they have Ross Blacklock, who's more so of that Milton role. And Jaleel Johnson from Minnesota. That's interesting. Malik Collins, they could use a Tungiai. Uh, wide receiver, Nico Collins, Serena Eskridge, and Ross St. Brown. I'm going to go Aaron Robinson. I'm going to go Aaron Robinson here because I'm at a BPA point with the Texans. Let's get the best player on the board. I think Robinson, who's a top, I believe, 80 player for me, is the best player on the board. Uh, They don't have a slot or a outside corner on the roster. So it doesn't really matter what you think he is. He's going to have an opportunity to compete for a starting job. Falcons are up at 68. They've got Javante Williams. They've got Samuel Cosme. They've got Jalen Phillips. I feel like the better pick is a linebacker, but how desperate are you to get a secondary upgrade? Because they desperately need that as well. Tommy Trumbull. Tommy. No, I mean, what are you saying no to? Who? Nobody said anything. Listen, I love it. Don't get me wrong, I love it. But they've got it's got to be a secondary pick here. I'm going Hobson to Seraldine. I really like Ooh. him as a prospect. I, I think that they desperately need a really With, impact safety. Wow. That's safety two off the board? Yeah, yes. Yeah, we wow. have not picked the safety. With Ahams is still on the board, I think that that's brilliant for the uh, for the Falcons. All right, well, Cincinnati Bengals at 69. <laughs> nice. All right. Took Jamar Chase, took Alex Leatherwood. Let's continue pouring resources in on the offense. Uh, Brevin Jordan and Tommy Tremble both here. If you're going empty a lot, Brevin's the guy. Yeah. Want to be able to run the ball more. Let me double check their depth chart real quick, even though I don't have time for this. I literally could not tell you who uh, starting Bengals signed. Is Uzoma still? No, Drew Sample. Oh, totally forgot Drew Sample exists. Then, yeah, if we have Drew Sample, we're taking Brevin Jordan. Uh, we're going to be able to play Jordan half the time in the slot, half the time in line. Going to be able to disguise personnel with him. Going to be able to use him in empty as a matchup guy, get him scheme touches, let him create after the catch. That's his ideal usage. Good pick for the Bengals. Okay, so Eagles went... Rayshon Slater, first round, they went. Asante Samuel in the second round. We've got to go offense here. We've got to get them some sort of passing weapon. Of the wide receivers that are left, I'll let you help me because you know the wide receiver room better than than I do right now. When you look at this wide receiver board, who do you think makes the most sense for the Eagles? Amon Ross St. Brown. You think? All, yeah, he's an all-three-level player. All-three-position player. And right now, they have nobody locked into a starting job. Tylen. 
they could fall in love with him because analytics is good and they like contested catch guys. They don't have one on the roster right now, but I think Amon Ra is simply a flat out better player. Uh, I think I have Amon Ra higher. I may actually not now I'm thinking about it. I don't know. Amon Ra stood out to me as the Eagles guy because they need a route runner. Damn how many years I'm tempted to just pick Tylen Wallace. Both are great. I would love of that not slander, Eskridge. not Eskridge and not Nico Collins. All right, we'll do all I'm on our say Brown here. Okay. But I'm tempted to go Tylen Wallace just because that I'm sounded like Tylen. I, I know they're in a similar tier. I can't remember who I had above. Anyway, I'm not going to waste time. 71. <laughs> locked wrong, in. I'm locked in. Lock it in. Oh, this might be the Milton Williams spot. I can't wait to watch Milton Williams film. I think I'm going to do it on Tuesday. Um, Shamar Steven, McTelvin Aguin, big boy, big boy, Jermont Jones, long, yep, yep, Shelby Harris, yep, 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 Milton Williams. I'm thinking Milton Williams here for the Broncos. Undersized penetrating three tech, something that is not currently on the roster. They tried Demarcus Walker with the whole, like, D and D tackle thing. He was unsuccessful. Williams, freak athleticism. So big fan, just going to get you in a gap, let you get up field, let you disrupt for him. Not the size he typically looks for in his guys, but I think the speed and the quickness makes up for it. Milton Williams in 71 to the Broncos. Well, the... Risk paid off here because the Detroit Lions are up at 72. We had them going with Jalen Waddell at number seven. Then I went offensive line. I went Dylan Radens at 41, hoping that a good safety was going to still be here at 72. And that's uh, that's a fact because the only two safeties off the board are Trevon Merrick and Homsen Cyrildine. I'm going to go with Javon Holland here from Oregon. I think he's very versatile in what you want to ask him to do. He could even play in the slot against certain tight ends. So I think that he makes the most sense in a safety room that just really needs good players, and that's about flat out all it is. It's not necessarily like, oh, they need a free safety or a strong safety. Uh, they just need a good safety. Somebody who can be versatile for them, whether it's a guy who's kind of creeping up towards the line of scrimmage or a guy who's playing more of a free safety thing. Javon Holland, I think, more for you towards the line of scrimmage, but that's fine. He's the best guy left. Carolina Panthers at 73 have taken Mac Jones and have taken Brady Christensen. Uh, the linebacker room in Carolina remains a travesty. Shaq Thompson holding it down. They add Denzel Perryman in free agency, but that's Denzel Perryman. I think there's a ceiling on what you expect from him. Uh, I've got a really nice board. Jabril Cox, Pete Werner, Chaz Surratt, Cameron Grone. I really, really like Pete Werner. I talked a lot about Werner as a quality run and chase backer. So we're going to keep Jeremy Chin as a safety to slot player, which I think is ideal for him play from the roof down and sometimes come over in coverage. Then we need a player who can win with speed in the second level. That's Pete Werner to me. Uh, tested quite well, not Baron Browning levels, but still really good. Uh, I'm going to add him at 73 to the Carolina Panthers. Washington football team is on the board. We had them grabbing Christian Darisaw in the first round and then Nick Bolton in the second round. Man, I'm looking at the depth chart right now. I'd love to give them some extra juice of receiver, but you know, if everybody comes back and they're healthy, this is a, this feels like a pretty diverse room. Like it's 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 mm-hmm. it's it's not gonna like knock your socks off or anything. But yeah, they got Terry McLaurin, they got Curtis Samuel. So those guys, you can get the ball in their hands easy. I think you can move them all around the field. Adam Humphreys, a really reliable slot guy, big bodied players. You got Kelvin Harmon, you got Antonio uh, Antonio Ganey Golden. You've also got Logan Thomas, Cam Sims, tight end. You got Cam Sims. You got Isaiah Wright. You got Steven Sims Jr. You got Jeff Bidet. You know, like come on, people. So what are you telling me? I don't know what I'm telling you, really. Tell me it. I guess I'll go safety. I guess I'll go Ardarius Washington. I guess we'll have some fun here. Wow, I just took Ardarius Washington right before the Cowboys pick at 75. They are devastated. No, they're not. I wasn't going to take Washington. Wow, they are devastated. I know. I was going to take Jamar Johnson the whole time. Wow, they are devastated. Jamar Johnson, safety out of Indiana. Uh, top 65 player on our board, uh, top 70 player on our predictive board. He is a, quite good. He had a great game against Justin Fields in the Ohio State-Indiana game, and I have not watched him otherwise. He flew up draft boards here in the end of the process. Another guy I'm excited to get to this week. But uh, split zone player and uh, uh, interchangeable player. This is a Dan Quinn defense, so he's not going to be able to do as much of that. But when I look at Tyree Gillespie and Richie Grant, Andre Cisco, and the rest of these guys, this to me is the best box player at the top. Uh, so I like Jamar Johnson to the Cowboys at 75. Uh, New York Giants at 76. We had them going with Devontae Smith, number 11. 
And then Ben had them taking Jameen Davis, the linebacker, at number 42 in the second round. I'm going to go with Peyton Turner, the edge rusher from Houston. Very Ooh, nice, unique nice, nice, nice. kind of player. But for as multiple as the Giants like from their fronts, I think that Turner makes a lot of sense. Six foot five, 270 pounds, but he's been all over the place with, with weight. He's basically played it. All of the spots you could want him to along the defensive line. He's got tons of versatility here. I think that he could be a a, a four three kind of a base end, or man, if you if you want him as like a, a a three four four eye kind of a player, five technique guy, you could th- you could throw him in and out. I mean, like this dude is very versatile. I feel like the the Giants would really love the opportunity to play him in a lot of different spots. So I'm gonna go with Peyton Turner from Houston. I'm also gonna follow you up with an edge, but with a really good fit for. The Chargers, who, as you brought up here at 77, they lost Melvin Ingram, uh, have a Chen and Owosu, have Bosa. Let's add depth. Let's add players who can rush stand-up. Let's add a player who can drop. And let's add a player who's good on twists and stunts, something that they loved under their old DC and something that Brandon Staley also loved. I want Ronnie Perkins out of Oklahoma. Uh, 6'3", 250, not a great athlete in my opinion. People talk about him as, as, as a really good athlete. I think that he's just a, a solid athlete. It's the power that I'm interested in. So it's the ability to be a functional run defender when he's a stand-up wide player, which is important. When you're dealing with the tight front, he's going to be the designated pass rusher in the tight front. Uh, and then, like I said, on third down when it's games, he's going to be able to line up outside, crash the B-gap, uh, be able to generate havoc and disruption in the pocket. Good player for Brandon Staley. Ronnie Perkins is 77. How do you feel about Victor um, Dumukeje for the Vikings here at 78 as an edge rusher? I feel like they got shafted when Holland, Washington, and Jamar Johnson all went before them. Well, yeah, that's um, not really great. I mean, they could still take Richie Grant if they wanted to. Not on this podcast. Uh, not, not on this podcast, yeah. Janarius Robinson's the better athlete, and he's got the weight that they like to hold down the outside. If we're talking about Everson Griffin, Dumukeje is like, what, 262 he we haven't listed at 265 all right so he works for that as well yeah gordon smith works for it yeah any of those 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 types is fine we had them trading up to go get penny sewell that's why we haven't said the vikings name in a while so they go get penny sewell i'll go i'll go generius robinson well the said they didn't have a second because of the yannick and gawkway trade but oh yeah. you are right you were right so they weren't going to pick there anyways but yeah. um yeah so now they got penny sewell generius robinson they're going back to back trenches here Oh, we have so many picks left. Okay, who'd you take? Uh, Janarius Robinson. Janarius Robinson, cool. Yeah, from Florida State. 79. Oh, the Raiders have back-to-back picks. How interesting. Safety's a need. I didn't take interior offensive linemen because I wanted to be responsible and take a linebacker. Now, interior offensive line still has Josh Myers, Trey Smith, Ben Cleveland. I like this. Deontay Brown, Aaron Banks. Oh, Deontay Brown. Twenty uh, Two-year starter. SEC program. Yeah. Humongous. Yep. These things. Yep. Physical as heck. Nasty dude. Deontay Brown at 79 of the Raiders. That's easy peasy. Plug him into a guard spot. All right. Before we get to the last couple of picks here in the third round, it's more than a couple. couple. We got we gotta talk to people about <laughs> about Bailbar.com. I mentioned them at the top of the podcast. These are the best tasting protein bars on the planet. They've got 18 incredible flavors. They're very diverse for their palate, whether you like super sweet whether you like more fruity, whether you like a lot of chocolate, whatever it is, I mean, they got you covered. Best part, they're low in calories, low in sugar, but also super high in protein and fiber, so they're great for your diet. Go over to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCK15, get yourself 15% off on your next order. That's promo code LOCKED15, the word LOCKED, and then 1-5 to get 15% off over at BuiltBar.com. We'll see you guys after the break to finish out this day two mock draft. April 19th through the 26th, listen to the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 presented by Odyssey and the Locked On Podcast Network featuring analysis from NFL experts Michael Irvin, Brian Baldinger, and Michael Lombardi. Our local experts from every team making trades and picks for the next stars of their teams. Follow the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 podcast feed on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. All right, I'm up here with the Las Vegas Raiders at number 80. You just took Deontay Brown. Oh, I think that they could use a safety. I think that this is where Richie Grant's coming off the board. This just Richie Grant definitely feels like a Raiders type of safety. Definitely like a Raiders type of secondary player. If the Raiders draft Jonathan Abram and Richie Grant as their last two safety picks, they're not they don't listen to the pod. Not pod. I mean, not, I know I know they the don't show. listen to the pod, but not you know, I just I I think it's I think it's way too much of a Raiders pick to pass it up, especially with Grant being here at number eighty. So I'm I love how with every other team I'm like depth chart. 
analysis, value. And the Raiders, I'm like, who does it look like the Raiders would like? This guy. Okay, the Raiders are picking this guy. This is 100% what I do. <sighs> Miami Dolphins. All right, let's run through real quick. So Kyle Pitts at 6. Jeremiah yep. Wusukumar at 18. Elijah Moore at 36. Joseph Osai at 50. This is a freaking home run. All right. Uh, okay. So, tight end. Still in need. Running back. Running back. Oh, wait, Kyle Pitts. Shut up. Running back. Michael Carter. Kenneth Gamble. Trey Sermon. No. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even say. You just said all those names and then just a deep sigh. No. <laughs> you ready for it? Uh, no, I'm not, but go ahead. Strap in. Tommy Tonky Eye. Defensive tackle. Listen. Raekwon Davis already in the building. Tommy Tonky Eye. Christian Wilkins. Oh, Lord. Three. Lord. That's a round one, a Heavy round two, set. and a round three pick on your interior defense. And that's with Raekwon and, and Tungia, really, really good ability to gap on the inside. Wilkins is a versatile move piece for you. You can play out wide. You want to play tight fronts. You're going to be able to put those three out there, play Raekwon at the nose. Yeah, this will cook. Uh, oh, and they have Adam Butler as backup. Mm, yes. All right. Tommy Tungia. Uh, Arizona Cardinals are here at number 82. They haven't picked a running back yet. Michael Carter is still on the board. We're going to go with Michael Carter here. Very good vision for a running back. I think he makes a lot of sense for a player that you can get a lot out of for his first year in the league. He understands the field and he understands blocking teams really well. He knows where open space is going to be. He knows how to get to it. So he's got fantastic vision and that's what I think is going to lend to him being able to contribute early. So we're going to go Michael Carter here for a team that really needs a running back to contribute early. Chicago Bears? Yeah. 83? Yeah. Davis Mills. Okay. It's going to happen. Sure. Right? Okay. Yeah. I know. Go yeah. I hear what we're hearing. Kellen Mond also apparently as well. Um, But pro style, five star recruit, quote unquote high ceiling, though it's not my opinion. It's the opinion of the league, clearly. Uh, Pocket passer. They didn't fall for one of these guys before, right? No, never. No. no. Andy Dalton will be a great mentor. <laughs> QB1, baby. Philadelphia Eagles at 84. Um, ben almost slandered the good name of Tylen Wallace the last time that they were on the clock. He didn't quite do it, but he almost Go did. Draft Tylen again. Yeah, I'm gonna. You bet your. Yes. You bet your sweet behind. I'm gonna draft Tylen Wallace, and when he beats out Amon Ross St. Brown for that wide receiver two spot on the team, that's right. I said it. Wide receiver two, <laughs> brother. You're gonna owe me another public sub. Write it up. <laughs> if the Eagles draft both of them on St. Brown and Silent Wallace. Okay. Uh, I like that pick a lot. Double dipping on wide receiver. That's fun. Uh, if really they like pick, this. If they don't pick one early, they kind of they, they kind of got to do yeah. it, you know? That's the thing is they need a star talent and they need depth. And so it's like they can pick one at any pick, no matter how many they, they've already picked. Shout out, go birds. Uh, I like this pick a lot. 85 here for the, the Titans. I'm taking Tommy Tremble. Uh, I talked a lot about how the Titans' entire oh, tight end room nice. was going to potentially— great. Yeah, 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 I'm good at my job. What can I say? Uh, the entire Titans tight end room is potentially going to leave free agency. They bring Ferster back. They bring Swain back. They have picked me off their uh, uh, practice squad. But Tommy Tremble, uh, in-line blocker with the ability to release. Going to let you stick in 12 and 13 personnel, even under the new offensive coordinator. Really, really good scheme fit. Man, I like that pick a lot, especially because when you, you when you look at Tommy Tremble and you, you, you think of how he could contribute early in the NFL and what he could become, right? you think of Johnny Smith. Right. I mean, like Johnny Smith was known as just like, hey, we're, we're we're drafting in the mid rounds because we know he could be a solid blocker for us and he could get on the field. And because he was a solid blocker and was able to get on the field, he got more reps at, at, at pass catching and he got more targets. And he just now he's the highest paid tight end in the NFL, basically, so which is crazy. But um, yeah, I really like that a lot. New York Jets okay. up at 86. 20 picks left, Trev. OK, I know uh, we're going to we're going to run through it. We're going to actually probably hit hyper speed when we get to 95 here we go okay 86 new york jets going with Dwayne eskridge give him the speed give him the juice i think this is great for him to go in round three especially to this uh jets wide receiver room i think he compliments it well steelers 87 trey sermon running yeah. back with size perfect, perfect. uh tackle breaking ability showed hands during that final season at ohio state potential three down player for them replace benny snell he's got more juice 88 Los Angeles Rams. I'm going to go with Aaron Banks. I like Aaron Banks. I, you know, he's he's ranked 119th on the predictive board when we do the mock draft machine. I, I think he's better than that, man. So I think that uh, they definitely need some offensive upgrades, and they they need more than one. We have them take Jalen Mayfield, who could be a tackle for them, could be an interior offensive lineman. I think the Banks would be a really solid spot for them. Cleveland Browns, 89. Uh, 
went Quiddy Pay, went Levi Wazarike, we're staying on defense. Bro Cox has been sliding. They took a third round linebacker out of LSU last year and Jacob Phillips liked what they got for their price. Signed Anthony Walker free agency. Still need more depth. Cox is a potential starter. High ceiling pass defender, pass cover, coverage player. Coverage, which is like what Jacob Phillips was. Uh, Jabro Cox, 89 to the Browns. Faster, faster, faster. Broncos at 90. We've got the kill. We, we, we got uh we got Micah Parsons. We got Elijah Molden. I think they would probably go offensive line here. Mm. Let's just go Jackson Carmen. I think he's, he's he's probably just the best guy left. So I think that, that probably makes the most sense. I think they're going to try to make an offensive line upgrade. And he's also got the size to where a lot of people think that he could be a guard. Maybe he works out a tackle. Maybe you just kick him in as a guard. Could work out either way. 91, back on the Cleveland Browns. Going to stop drafting defense at this time. Uh, <laughs> Ooh. Took Donovan Peoples-Jones in the sixth round last year. Yep. High ceiling, height, weight, speed, vertical jump. Wide receiver out of Michigan. Nico Collins is still on the board. Tutu Atwell, no. Frank Darby, no. Seth Williams, maybe. Des Patrick, no. Daz Newsom, maybe. Anthony Schwartz, maybe. Marlon Williams, no. Shai Smith. Mm-hmm. Amir Smith-Marset, Demetri Felton. No, I'm going to take Nico Collins. I think it's the highest ceiling of the group left. And yes, is it? Oh, is one an outside receiver? Like, they've got a lot of outside receivers. If they lose Jarvis, they don't really have a slot. Yeah, but they resigned Richard Higgins, and they don't really need a slot in this offense. They don't go empty a lot. They don't go four wide a lot. Uh, I think you get away with Nico Collins. Green Bay Packers. Could any, was anybody left a corner that makes sense for them? Oh, maybe Keith Taylor Jr. You gonna double up on corner? Yeah, I think that that probably makes sense. Right, yep. Kevin King, two rookies, somebody win a job next right. week. Right, yeah. No, I'm gonna go Keith Taylor. Right. It's funny, you, you these are all cover three guys. They're not even Mike Pettin anymore. Well, I mean, like, Mike Pettin wasn't running cover three anyway, so their corner room is a total freaking mess. Right, that's why I'm just throwing darts at it. You got. You all just right. gotta get better. Bills in round three means we have to draft a running back as tradition. Uh, no. I mean, I mean they Why could, was, you know. They could. Uh, speed to replace John Brown. I mean, they have Gabe Davis. They don't really need that. Um, that wide receiver room is good. I'm not going to invest in it. Let's let's improve our pass rush. Uh, we already did that in round one. We got Azizo Jolari. Now in round three, J2 Fele, interior defensive rusher out of USC. Oh. Uh, a player who I think is going to be a really good run defender on early downs in the league, which is going to appeal to Sean McDermott's sensibilities. And with the hands and with the 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 uh, slipperiness between the tackles, between gaps, uh, I think is a good pass rush profile with development. So Tufele at 93 to the Bills. Chiefs at 94. They need a linebacker upgrade. Cam McGrone is still on the board. I really like that for as much as I think – Cameron Grown, there's some things holding him back that would make him a top 50 pick. He's got a really bright ceiling. I, I really bright ceiling, high ceiling. I don't know. Ceilings can he's be got bright. A high I suppose. light. He's got yeah. He's got, <laughs> high future. I do like Cameron McGrone quite a bit. Talked about him highly going into summer scouting. He just didn't take that leap forward that I thought he was going to this year, but it's all still there. I mean, he's he's a really athletic linebacker for his size. That he takes contact very well. He just gets fooled a little bit when it comes to like pulling guards and flowing one way when he should be staying in his, in, in his gap. And so there are things that he could certainly improve on, but I think the ceiling is still high with Cameron Grown. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 95. We're reaching the end here of the third round before the convicts. Uh, that now I'm going to get you your defensive tackle next to Vita Vea. I'm going to make it a Liam McNeil out of NC State. Slim. A player who's Slim McNeil, excuse me stout enough with experience to gapping to be able to play base downs next to Vita Vea if you're going to go twos or you're going to play a nose at a four. And then with uh, the quickness with some of the handwork that we've seen, a player who you expect to have some juice on third downs, knowing Dominic and Sue potentially back, uh, Lee McNeil can take sub package reps in year one. That's exciting to see. Almost to Tyler Shelvin, just for the memes. Oh man, that would have been great. All right, rapid fire. You ready? Just say the name. Team and the name. New England Patriots at 96. I'm going with Shai Smith, wide receiver of South Carolina. Oh my gosh, I got to go all the way down and find Shai Smith. Take me forever. Okay. Uh, need to go offensive line for the Chargers. Spencer Brown, perfect. Northern Iowa tackle. Uh, New Orleans Saints are up. We're going wide receiver. Oh, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. I'm going to go edge rusher. I'm going to go edge rusher. Hamilcar Rashid for the New Orleans Saints at 98. Dallas Cowboys, 99. Interior defensive lineman, Marvin Wilson, Florida State. Okay. Tennessee Titans. Oh, man. 
Just say the name, Trevor. Walk Just a little. Walk a little. I guess. Yeah, we're gonna <sighs> walk a little. Despicable. Wow. The Lions. Who have we picked for the Lions? <laughs> Jalen Waddle, Dylan Radens, and they have no other. And Javon Holland. Okay. Why don't I have tackle crossed off? Sorry. I I knew there was something wrong. So I didn't have tackle crossed off on on my machine. Okay. Tell it to the judge. <laughs> High ceiling corner, high ceiling corner, high ceiling corner. Marco Wilson, I hate it. Kerry Vincent Jr., kid work. Thomas Graham, Thomas Graham, corner at Oregon. God, you're making me scroll all the way down for Thomas Graham. Good player, he should be higher on the board. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, San Francisco 49ers, let's go corner here. Uh, Israel Mokwamu, cornerback South Carolina. Yeah, right, go for the mold. Los Angeles Rams. We've drafted all offensive lines so far. Chasserat makes sense. Quincy Roche, Jordan Smith, linebacker, linebacker, linebacker. Derek Barnes, Derek Barnes, linebacker. Oh, nice. Yeah, I was wondering if we were going to get Derek Barnes in here. Yeah, Derek Barnes. That's good. That's good. Uh, safety. We're going safety here for the Baltimore Ravens. Oh, Andre Cisco, my boy. I don't care. I just I don't, don't care. We're, we're sending it. We're absolutely sending it. Oh, Cisco would have been really good for the Saints. Marcus Williams on franchise tag. Um, I need a free safety. Derek Forrest, safety out of Cincinnati to the Saints at 105. Look the name up. He's good. Woo! There we go. Rounds two and three. Talk to me nice. Dawn in almost an hour. Not quite. Not. Kind of like almost an hour, though. Almost as in too long, right? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. We were we yes. were, we were like six minutes over. But Almost implies like we almost went an hour. I was about to be like, there's no way we were under. <laughs> I'm actually pretty proud, though, because normally we talk way too much, and I was just right. hoping that we weren't about to go 90 minutes on a on a mock episode here. I was trying so hard, even from the jump, to like, talk slow or talk fast, say less words, just concision. Here we go. No, I people. I, I think the people tune in for the... Uh, Tune in for the logic. So we couldn't we, we couldn't scrape it all out. We had to give people the full process. There we go. That's not just rounds two and three. Rounds one, two, and three. Back-to-back mock draft Mondays where we've been able to combine the episodes, give you guys over 100 draft selections. Next week, we're probably going to get back to more of a predictive mock. It's a, it's a week close to draft weekend, and, and Ben and I are, are, are going to really sit down and talk about who exactly we see going to each team. So it's not just going to be this, hey, we think this player should go here. It's going to be much more of a predictive mock. That's the time of the year. We're inching closer towards draft weekend. Tomorrow, we're picking back up the guest mock draft series. We have the New York Giants and the Philadelphia Eagles at picks number 11 and 12. We're going to be running through another 10 picks this week, which includes some weekend episodes as well. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed those. Until tomorrow's episode. You guys keep it locked right here on Locked on NFL Draft.